At the time of this video, it's in the time of the coronavirus and the month of Ramadan. Mosques have asked that their call to prayer be broadcast over loudspeakers in order to make congregants feel more comfortable and stay connected to worship. And in England, Canada, Denmark, Germany, Sweden, Spain, and the United States, many towns and cities have said yes, mosques can broadcast the call to prayer either for the first call or broadcast it five times a day. Now why do we say yes to this? Well, because we try to be a tolerant, compassionate people. But I'd like to look at this not from our viewpoint, but instead look at it from the Islamic viewpoint. First off, prayer is one of the five pillars. It's to be done five times a day, although oddly enough, the Quran says three times a day. The other four pillars are fasting during Ramadan, paying the zakat, the charity tax, going on the Hajj to Mecca, and repeating the Shahada, there is no God but Allah and Muhammad is his messenger. Now, you might be interested in the fact that the morning prayer, the first prayer, is, occurs before sunrise. So it'll be early in the morning when you hear this. But remember what Obama said, it is the sweetest sound you'll ever hear, the morning prayer. But prayer like this is not just religious, but also political as well. Let me give you an example. In Europe and the United States, Muslims will commandeer the streets in order to have prayer, and people go, well, it's a right, it's a religion. Listen. The prayer is religious, but commandeering the street is political. So the prayer that is amplified fills the space with Islamic ideology. Political Islam is how Islam impacts the kafir. Kafirs, oddly enough, are in the prayers. And what do these prayers say? Well, first, Allah is supreme, and that Muhammad is his messenger. It goes further to say that Allah is angry with the Jews and the Christians are in error. But of course, the Muslims are right. So why do we want to Islamicize the audio space in our world? But this is just for a month, you say. Really? Because once it's started, if you oppose its continuation, you'll be a racist, hater, bigot, Islamophobe. And what politician, councilman, or mayor can resist that? Not very many, I suspect. Now, why do I bring this up that it won't stop? Well, it is the nature of Islam to be supreme in all things. And Muhammad never stopped. Once he became a jihadist, in the last nine years of his life, he was involved in 95 acts of jihad. Now, I want to give you a couple of verses, which I call the fight until verses. Quran 9.29. Fight those who do not believe in Allah, or the latter day, judgment day, and do not forbid what Allah and his messenger have forbidden, the Sharia, and do not adopt Islam, even though they're the people of the book. Fight until they humbly pay the jizya, the submission tax, and have been subdued. Another one of these fight until verses, Quran 2, 193. Fight them until there is no more fitna, that is, argument about Islam. So that to fight until, and this gives Islam real endurance. So the public, new public prayer is the thin end of the Sharia wedge, the longest wedge in the world. And then you say, but what about the Christian bells? Well, Islam has something to say about those bells. Bells are the sound of Satan. Public prayer can be part of a civilizational war. Islam is the master, not of kinetic war, bullets and bombs, but of civilizational war. Every aspect of Islam, the headscarf, halal food, prayer, can all be used to pressure the kafir. Muhammad was the supreme warrior. He was without equal. So let us see as we go through history if we can have a temporary call to prayer during Ramadan. Let's see what happens. Thank you.